This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. That's why I had to come down here this morning, man. That's why I had to miss my cartoons. You call me, you tell me it's important. We're going home. Take it, man. Quit leering at me. People are going to think I just broke up with you. Two fallen angels have just discovered a loophole that can get them back into heaven. Outstanding work! All they have to do is get to Red Bank, New Jersey. There's only one problem. Stop a couple of angels from entering and thus negating all existence. I hate it when people need it spelled out for them. Now, I'm to charge you with a holy crusade. One person has been chosen to stop them, but she won't have to do it alone. I'm Jay. This is my head of life mate, Sam Bob. You gotta be kidding me. Prophet. And I'm speaking. What about sex? No sex. Guys, I think that's just the father's guy, you know. Oh, that sucks. What are you? I was the 13th apostle. You knew Christ. No. Brother owes me 12 bucks. I thought she looked familiar. Let me guess. 14th apostle. I'd like some tickets to New Jersey, please. Jersey's sold out, sir. I suggest you not underestimate the staggering drawing power of the Garden State. They're successful. You, me, all of this ends in a heartbeat. I feel like Han Solo, you're Chewie, and she's Ben Kenobi. Prepare to taste God's wrath. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Dude, I swear to God. What's he like? God. He's got a great sense of humor. Take sex, for example. Sex is a joke in heaven. The way I understand it, it's mostly a joke down here, too. <laughs> Get it? Hello and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I am your host, Silent Blaze, and here is my hetero life mate, Xavier. That um that was the most that okay, that is by far the weirdest thing you could have named me as. I am I am I am Xavier, yes. Uh, we watched Dogma, which is a film from what did you did you say it was twenty oh six? Nineteen ninety nine. 1999. Wow, this is a lot older than I thought it was. Oof. All right, so yeah. I was thank I was you. a little off, just like thank you. thank you for years. reminding me that I'm old. Yes, uh, Dogma came out. In I'll, I'll always be there. I'll always be there to remind you that you're old. It is Dogma came out in 1999. It was written and directed by Kevin Smith. Do you want another reminder that, that you're old? No, no, I do not. I, do I not turned 20 this year. Bloody hell. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, oh, bearded man. Don't like so, that. <laughs> Anyways, oh, bearded man. So, yeah, continue. Continue on with your, you know, the, the summary of this movie. Because this... I, I honestly like this movie. It was... I did... Obviously, I did not know, um... When... I did not know... I didn't what really know much about this movie. or Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. It's clear as day what the movie, um... Tries to be, though. So, it's easy to judge in that department. But, uh... But, oh my goodness. People did not like this movie. And even if you didn't say that... Even if you didn't say that people didn't like this movie, I probably would have guessed 
because because there's a lot of factors to this movie that people don't that just people wouldn't like and that that sucks though because it's creative there's a lot of creativity in this movie it there's a lot of really dumb humor and if there's any kind of humor that I love to death, it's dumb humor. Of course, of uh, course. It's why I love the crap out of the out of uh, Emperor's New Groove and I mean One Piece. One Piece I talked about like one, off and on on this, and it has some really dumb humor. But yeah, this, but yeah, we're gonna watch the Maw of the Dog. Well, we we did watch the Maw of the Dog, the dog. We are now reviewing it in this lovely podcast. Did you like this movie, though? Uh, well, we got we we were we we settled on uh, best director, and or and we got Kevin Smith directors. Uh, we got directors. Pick a director, and yeah. I picked this movie because Kevin Smith is one of my favorite directors. Um. I love him. Uh, so obviously, I picked this one. This isn't his first movie. Like, if I was, I considered starting with Clerks because Clerks is his first. That's the the movie that started it all. That was the one that was an in- independent film that he did in black and white. That he paid. He maxed out a bunch of credit cards to make. He, he was still working as a clerk at the place that he recorded the movie. Now, Clerks is something I really want to introduce you to in the future. I want to show you Clerks. I want to show you all of his movies because I love them all. This is going to be a long-term podcast, he, hopefully. So, so we've got we've got a lot of opportunities to watch the movies that we want to show sure, you. Sure. I don't sure. know how many movies I've gotten to show you so far, though. I. Still want to show you some of those movies I have back there that I know you haven't watched, that I don't know whether or not you'd be a fan of, but I'd like to show you anyways and talk about, see see your opinions on, because I I know the kind of humor you do and don't like. At, at least there's probably a few points of humor that I'm not too sure about, but you know what? We're going to I don't know, chisel this wood log to. Find the, the, I don't know, the Tootsie Roll at the center of the Tootsie Pop. Well, the first Analogies. thing we gotta, the first thing we got to say about this movie is that um, get, out, get the hell off my bag. The first thing we have to say about this movie is we had to, so you had to come to my house to watch it because it is not on any streaming platforms. Unfortunately, there is a reason for that. Uh, back in the early days, Kevin Smith didn't have the money he has now, and he didn't have rights to most of his movies. The only only thing he had rights to on his movies is Jay and Silent Bob, and I believe Clerks, because Clerks was an independent film. He didn't uh, use a major label for Clerks. Um, so, Jay and Silent Bob, he got the rights to because whoever he worked with to make his movies, they pretty much thought, well, why would I give a crap? Why would I give a crap about two weird stoner characters? So they let him keep the rights to James on Bob. Are you okay? He jumped off, but he used my stomach as a platform. Okay. Yep. Cats are dicks. I mean... What I get take from that, cats or dicks. Um, but we love them for it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're not talking about cats. We're talking about, I don't know, angels. Yeah, that movie and... was horrible. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, he uh, he got to keep rights to his movie or to his characters, James and Bob. Um, but uh, so, some of his other movies, he doesn't have the rights to still. And one of them is Dogma. Dogma is... Unfortunately, Dogma was a movie that Disney, who owns... uh, What is it? uh, Miramax? Did not want to make that movie 
Uh, for reasons, you know, this is a very raunchy movie, and uh, really, really yeah, hits true. on the the religion aspect. And if I was recording a podcast, you just want some attention. Clearly, neither do you. Just ignore well, people me. Like Talk cats. to your cat. People, people like cats. Okay, not 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 the movie. A lot of people don't like the movie, and for good reasons. Uh, <laughs> all right, because it's Continue. terrible. We are we are recording for the people. Did you notice that? No. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so they sold it to Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein still has rights to this movie. That's why you cannot find it on streaming anywhere. Because right now. I don't know if you've heard, but Harvey Weinstein is in court for many, many horrible sexual crimes. So, now, Harvey Weinstein would love to sell this movie. Unfortunately, Kevin Smith, well, fortunately, or unfortunately, Kevin Smith does not want to give Weinstein any money to help him with his court case, even if it means buying his own movie. He doesn't want to support a monster. So right now... You know, that's the right choice, though. I'm not saying it's not the right choice, but that is why you cannot find it on streaming. Kevin Smith can't put it on streaming anywhere because he doesn't own the rights for it. Um, luckily, I own most of his library, and I owned it before Harvey Weinstein turned out to be a monster. Or got announced to be a monster. Um... This is also the first thing that Kevin Smith wrote. Um, apparently, he wrote this, and then never, and then decided not to make it because, well, this movie required a lot more special effects and would have cost a lot more money than he had at the time when he made his first movie. So, he made Clerks first. And had this on the back burner. Then he tried to make this and then was like, I'm not a good, a good enough filmmaker to make this movie yet. So he made Mallrats chasing Amy before he made this one when he felt like he was a better director. Can you get off of my bag, please? I have I have magic cards in here. <laughs> and clothing. Okay. So... Anyway, so yes, that's the story of why we had to oh. watch this at my house instead of watching it on a streaming service somewhere is because of Harry Weinstein, essentially. Because of, of a douchebag, yeah. That's right. Convicted douchebag. But man, I love this movie. This is oh yeah. This is probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie. And I love all of his movies, so... This is not saying that the other ones are bad. This is just my favorite. Um, and what's synopsis? Synopsis. So this one's a harder one to explain what happens. <laughs> yeah, so it, it kind of just goes back and forth for the most part because, like, because like there, there's multiple stories in play here. Like, there's multiple tiers of this. I don't know, weirdly shaped cake. Like, it's a triangle that gets thicker the higher you go, so tip it, and you, you get the story wrong. Okay, okay. It's, um, a, it's a really well-put-together movie, but, man, it, it can get confusing if you don't know what's going on. That's fair. That's, that's fair. So, essentially, this movie is about a woman gets... Sent on a crusade. After Bethany, a guy shows up into his into our bedroom. After a with, with no penis, up, by the way, with no penis. That's that's important. Not just though he he's an angel. <laughs> because if, if you have a penis, everybody knows. If, if you have a penis, then you're probably going to be in an R word, which is not he's true, by the way. He's an angel. Let's not be sexist. Played Must by be sexy. It, it's Must Metatron, be sexy, not sexy. The, the voice of <laughs> Metatron. Metatron. Oh, I thought Megatron. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Never mind. Continue. This is not Transformers. 
they uh Metatron is the voice of God, essentially. Uh, as he explains, anybody who talks to God or claims to talk to God, they're talking to him because the awesome power of God's voice would destroy anybody in the vicinity. As we see later, it explodes somebody's head. It does. It yes. Does. It, it's pretty lovely to see. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Um... So, he tells her that she needs to find two prophets. Wait, wait. Uh, she, she needs to find two prophets and then go on a quest to stop two renegade an angels that have fallen from heaven trying to go back to uh, trying to go back into heaven. Um... That is her job, apparently. Um, so she doesn't understand why. She meets Rufus, the, the third apostle. She meets Jay and Silent Bob, who are the prophets. <laughs> and she goes to stop these two angels, because if they make it back to heaven after God kicks them out and tells them they're not allowed back in heaven, they would make his word, it would make him infallible, and it would destroy existence as we know it. Um, Rufus is played by Chris Rock. Jason Bob is, of course, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith. Um, a lot of famous people in this movie. Uh, Cardinal Glick is played by the one and only George Carlin. <laughs> a lot of if you don't know power. if you don't know who I know who I don't really know who the, most of these people are, but I know who George Carlin is. You know George Oops. Carlin? You don't know Chris Rock or? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen uh, some of George Carlin's skits or not skits, but uh, stand stand up. Yeah. Got it. Um, he's a very humorous person, but he's also very, very, just a little bit um, profane. Just a little. Just a little. He is a, a bit profane, that is. He is a bit profane. profane. He's, a, he's a very... And they have him playing the Cardinal in this, so that's fun. Oh, the Angels are played by Ben Affleck, or Batfleck, before Batfleck. And Matt Damon. Um, let's see, there's so many famous people in this. I'm trying to think. Uh, Jason Lee plays Azrael, the uh, the uh, rogue demon. The Muse is played by uh, Salma Hayek. Uh, so they all go on this quest, try to stop the angels. The angels decide to make a... One of my favorite scenes, by the way. And the angels decide to make a quick stop and kill a bunch of people who are doing a false idol. <laughs> they are worshipping a false idol, the movie brand. Which is supposed to be making fun of like McDonald's, like uh, uh, Disney, for worshiping false idols. Um, and they go in there. Matt Damon was the angel of death when he was in heaven. He caused the flood and many other things, many biblical things, I should say. So. They go in there and they talk about all these people and how freaking horrible they are. And they are terrible, terrible people. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah, that I'm they they do the types of things that um a lot of us would probably wish we could do. Like I mean we can, but we we can't because there's consequences. But these guys they're 
They're special because they're immune to the said consequences because they're angels. But oh. don't you wish? I was like, you're saying you want to have sex with your son? Like I was. Oh no 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 no! You're talking about the angels. You're talking about the angels that go in and kill a bunch of people for doing terrible things, not not the people they're killing. Okay, okay that's... first of all, no, I don't. I don't have children. I'm 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 don't have I don't have children. I almost said I'm a little too young, but I I have some peers that that are probably younger than me. Who, although, admittedly, by probably months, not years, that have children. Um. But uh, but no, I'm I'm talking about the angels here. Um, they're they're the ones doing things that I'm sure a lot of us wish we could do if consequences be damned. Sure, sure, sure. That makes way more sense. You're saying vigilante justice. You would yes, be down yes. for. Like, like, like you see a couple of people who you know, like one of them is cheating on the other. So you go like, yep. I just wish I could like bye. What, what happened to my... Oh, okay. That, that was weird. Anyways, continue. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't wish I could have sex with my non-existent child. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I, I was getting very I confused. I'm like, I was trying to think of, is there any of the things that these people did that you I could see you saying that I want to do it? I'm like, that sounds terrible. You're a horrible person. Then I realized <laughs> you meant Matt Damon and... <laughs> Uh, common mistake. My apologies. Anyways, yeah, they decided to go do that yeah, kind of stuff that, just cut to... That. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh, yeah. Which we never do. So, we, never, we never actually cut any of this. But, I don't no. believe in Anyways. It's, it's a perfect misunderstanding. Perfect misunderstanding. Oh, Anyways, geez. no, I don't, I don't wish to have sex with my... Even if... Even if I yeah, have a future yeah, son, I don't want to. I don't. don't. Want, I'm not a. I'm not a child predator. Okay. <laughs> Which I okay. screamed for some reason. I probably should not have screamed. Let's, uh, let's uh, move on. Move on. Anyways, yeah. Any, anyways, so yeah. <laughs> this is already our most messed up episode. Okay. Um. <laughs> you know we haven't, but we haven't mentioned Hitler yet. No, never mind. Never mind. I just did. Anyways, I'm so, so sorry. So also along the way, they end up fighting a uh, knight of hell, the Golgothan shit demon. Oh yeah, that, yep, that thing. That thing. Yeah, yeah that was and created from all the people that were killed on the cross when they released their bowels. Created a demon of hell. So, oh, so that's what that was. Oh, you didn't catch that part? I did not. So the muse tries to explain to Bethany what that thing is. And they she said that essentially, you know, it's not just Jesus Christ that died on the cross. You know, that was a popular means of uh, execution and torture back in those days and obviously they're on a cross it's not like they bring them down so they can use the restroom so they you know crap and pee themselves all over the place and that demon was created from the shit from those people that died on that cross okay Okay, yeah, I did not catch that. Um, interesting. Yeah. That's, uh... Yeah. Something that's that really, the music really nice. Played. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So, I have dimples, I think. Okay. Happy for you, I think. So, anyways, yeah, they, uh... They defeat the Golgothan. I love it. Uh, just Kevin or Silent Bot defeats them by using a Nox odor outspray because he keeps it with him because of Jay all the time. 
Uh, and then they go to the church where these two angels are trying to go through the doors and get all their sins, uh, you know, you know, forgiven so they can go back to heaven. And, uh, they try to stop them. They're not doing a very good job because Ben Affleck just goes freaking nuts. And, uh. They finally figure out that at the very beginning of the movie, these three uh, demon boys beat the crap out of a homeless man. They finally figure out that this person, is, who's on life support, is the um, is God. And they go and they uh, take him off of life support so he can die, because they explained earlier... If God dies, because God is a skee-ball fan, he goes to Earth once every once in a while to come down to Earth and play skee-ball. And they uh, <clears throat> they keep him on life support. They, they don't kill him. They just beat him to where he's in a coma. And if he was to die, he'd just go right back to heaven. So they take him off the life support so he can go back to heaven. And uh, once they do that, she, God, who's played by Alanis Morissette in this movie, um, comes out of the church, uses her voice, and kills the angel that is trying to get in bed after and, oh, I almost forgot, Bethany is the last scion, who is the last living relative of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And that's Dogma. That is the Ma of the Dog. Uh-huh. So, unlike with the previous movies that we, um, that we went over, there's actually some character within this movie. So let's go over go over them. First off, uh, one of the many characters that I don't remember the name of, the, the, the protagonist, who is apparently the great, 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 something, something, something great, uh, grand child of Jesus, something. Um, uh, no, 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 grand niece. Grand niece, oh yeah, because... Because Jesus didn't have kids in the story, but... Um, Mary had other kids, so Jesus had... With the Mitochlorians, yeah. This time, with Mitochlorians. So do you think that maybe, um... Do you think maybe this girl is related to Anakin Skywalker? Oh my goodness, do you think Anakin Skywalker is related to Jesus? I don't know how that makes sense, but sure. It was a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, it could have been anywhere, but it was a long, long time ago. We know that. And Jesus was a long, long time ago, and so was his brethren. Not brethren, but uh, his offspring. Maybe not his offspring, but his uh, his mother's offspring. As according to this movie, at least. So, yes. yes. Star Wars is canon within the dogma canon. <laughs> if this oh, yeah. movie does have a canon. I don't think it has a cannon. We saw a lot of guns. Guns are not cannon. Guns are not cannon. I see. Um, also, real quick, Bethany Sloan is played by Linda Florentino, who I'm not really super familiar with other than this movie. <laughs> but she plays Bethany Sloan. Ah. Ah. All right, next. Um, I like I like Bethany. She's kind of really quiet. She's, she's not the, very. She's the character. She's one of those characters that you see in like these. Um, like she's been immersed in this world that, like she, she was immersed in the real world. Then she's introduced to this completely different world that she knows about but, like, hasn't interacted with, so she's constantly in denial throughout most of the movie. So, yeah, she's probably... So, yeah, it makes sense that she's a little quiet for most of it. 
Yeah, she's just, um, I like her. Why? Uh, but she's probably, like, the least interesting character in this movie. Yeah, I, I feel that. But, like, she, she, she's our eyes for the most part. Like, you know how, like, you know how there's a silent protagonist in a lot of video games? Like, yes. her eyes are, are our eyes, if you, okay. if you think about it. Like we, like we're viewing the movie with her, if you th- like that. Right. Even the scene with the the voice of God pulling his pants down to reveal he has no genitalia, which for some reason is important enough to mention. But if that makes sense, let's move on to that. Actually, let's move on to the antagonist of this movie. Which there are technically two. There's one that watches the other drop bodies from the sky, and there's the other that drops bodies from from the sky. I, if you're considering, yes, the angels would probably consider the antagonist, but I would say the biggest antagonist is the demon Azrael. He's the one that is trying oh, to yeah. push for all this to happen. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. He's the, he's I was going to say that um, those two are like the antagonists, and that guy is the villain. Um, okay. Because, like, there's a difference. One, um, one is actively opposed to the, um, to the protagonists, and the... Uh, and the other is just evil for the sake of, you know, for their, for their sake, stuff like that. Well, I don't know about that. So, you want to talk about Bartleby and Loki first, right? It's Ben Affleck as Bartleby and Loki as Matt Damon. So, those mm-hmm. are the two angels that are trying to go back to heaven because, you know, they got stuck in New Jersey and New Jersey sucks. Or no, Oklahoma. Was it Oklahoma? They didn't go. They're trying to get to New Jersey. It's Oklahoma, I think they got sent to. But anyways. Yeah, um, I like Ben Affleck. I like Matt Damon. A lot of my liking of both of them is because of Kevin Smith movies. Especially Ben Affleck. I don't think Matt Damon was in too many. I think this might be Matt Damon's only Kevin Smith movie. Ben Affleck's been in quite a few, uh, so I like I like Ben Affleck a lot because of Kevin Smith. <laughs> I was waiting how long you were going to keep talking until you realized there's something seriously wrong with your child. <laughs> so many things. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah. I'd- I kind of like the these antagonists. I I thought the I thought the scene with um with Loki just flying around dropping bodies out of the sky for for reason for the reasons he was doing it was irrationally funny. It was it felt like it wasn't supposed to be humorous, but it was humorous for some reason. It was humorous. I mean, like like the people he was around. Most of them, I guess. I mean, I, I doubt all of them were terrible human beings. I doubt all of them were perfect human beings. But like, no. like you just what? No, those were probably innocents. He just went nuts. Oh yeah, he he just wanted to he wanted to kill people, which is what, which is what they they were mentioned at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> like, uh, one of them went like was like going into an elevator, like. All right, so we don't want to have sex with people. Why don't we kill people? No, no, no. He says, so what he says is like, unfortunately, we're not able to have sex with people because they're angels and they're not equipped to have sex. Um, So he's like, so let's do the next best thing. Kill people. Yeah, so. And then he looks at the, the girl next to him is like, Looks at him like, and he's like, "No, not you." 
Uh, those little lines are what I sound like. I love this movie. I tell you what. I just love this movie. Alright, continue. But yeah, this movie... But yeah, the, um... These guys definitely make up the, uh, majority of... I don't I don't want to say, like, the conflict, but the, they make up the conflict, but they don't make the... Okay, the the bad guys make up the conflict. These guys, these guys like prolong that conflict in a way, in a way that um, they're they're insane. They're not evil. They're just insane. I guess it's more like I don't think the angels are insane. He goes insane later, <laughs> but he wasn't insane to begin with. Um, the whole reason they got set down from heaven is because Bartleby, while being drunk, <laughs> tells Loki that, or asks Loki, is it is it right to be killing people even if it's in the name of God? So, this causes Loki to go to God Which is and not, say, by the way. I quit. Huh? I said, which is not, by the way. You never kill people just in the name of God. Well, he was an angel under oh, direct right. orders from God. Um, Listen, so, well, then this is a uh, this is a serv- public service announcement to all of you angels out there, all of you people with wings, and all of you people named Angel, because because there are people out there named Angel. Uh, don't don't kill people in the name of God. Actually, according to this movie, he made the mistake of. Quitting killing people in the name of God. Um, <laughs> if he would have stuck with it, this no, never would have happened. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so negative consequences of doing the right thing. Never mind. <laughs> so, so you know a little bit about the Bible, right? Uh, very, very minuscule. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have, of, I have a few Christian friends. You, That's you've heard. You've heard of the Great Flood, right? No. You never heard of Noah's Ark? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, Noah... So you know the story that Noah takes two of every single animal on the planet and puts them in a giant ark, and the world is flooded for 40 days and 40 nights. That's the story of Noah's Ark. Are you aware of that? Uh. Uh, kind of, yes. Okay. Loki was responsible for the flood. Hmm. Uh, you heard of Sodom and Gomorrah? A city that was destroyed? Uh, no. They were, you know, there was a lot of evil things happening at Sodom and Gomorrah. And it was destroyed. That was also supposed to be Loki and the in this movie, according to this movie. So, whenever man was doing things that were, that God thought was terrible, he would use Loki to act out his, you know, vengeance. His punishments. That was Loki's job. He was called the Angel of Death. Bartleby talked him out of doing that job <laughs> for God. And because of that, both Loki and Bartleby was kicked out of heaven. And they say sent to Oklahoma, but technically, I mean, it might have been Oklahoma, but based on the time period, there was no Oklahoma at the time. Oklahoma's only been established since America was founded, and America wasn't what we know of America today until, you know, much later right. in history. <laughs> All right. Let's go over um, the, uh, the bad guy. Uh, uh, As- the horny guy with the with the hockey players. Azrael. Yes. 
So Azrael was a, is a demon, or was a muse like Serendipity, who's played by um, Azrael's played by Jason Lee, and because he's stuck in hell, he just wants the whole existence to be erased because that would be better than living in hell. Yes, I've, I've seen Dragon Ball Z. I know that um, Frieza does not like hell either. <laughs> That's true. Frieza does not like hell. So, um, Jason Lee is also pretty famous for My Name is Earl. Um, I like Jason Lee also because of Kevin's Smithers. A lot of a lot of actors I began to like because of Kevin Smith movies. Uh, Jason Lee and Ben Affleck being two of them. Um, yeah, and I, I enjoyed it. I love his line where he gets when he gets killed by a blessed uh, hockey or uh, golf club, and he he just looks at everyone and is like, but I'm a f***ing demon. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Um, uh, like it. I like I, I like all the characters, but what, what did you think of Azrael? Uh, he had substance. Substance? Yes. Then there's the uh, the other three angels. The um, the guy who's a voice of God. Metatron. Was... Yes, Megatron. Uh, he... Medach. Megatron doesn't have a penis. Uh, he. So they're they're basically the same person. Um. <clears throat> so. Meta. Okay. So. Meta Mega. Whatever. He, uh, he appears once or twice and does this thing. He talks for God. He's really sassy, and I like that for some reason. Oh, he's played by Alan Rickman, the great late Alan Rickman, who's most famous. I mean, he's famous for many things. Hans Gruber from Die Hard. That's uh, Alan Rickman. And, of course, Professor Snape from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know that. I, I know him from that, I think. Yeah. I, you know Harry Potter? I've, I've, see, I've seen the movie, I just don't remember it very well because I haven't watched it in forever. And when I watched it, I wasn't really paying much attention to it. Um, then there's... Then there's the uh, other few... The other few demons. There's uh, the two high guys... Huh. That's what I'm going to call them from now on. There's, Hi, guys. Uh, the talkative and the silence. Silent Bob. Oh, talk- Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. They're not uh, demons. <laughs> oh, right, right. They're- but they are high guys. They're high guys. Hi guys. Sure, sure. Hi, guys. Sure. Uh, they're-, they're really funny. I love the crap out of Silent Bob. Yeah. Because, even- because he's not completely silent. Because when he when he does speak, it's hilarious. As for um, moving on from him, there's the other guy. I don't remember the name of. Um, Jay. Jay. Yeah. He he's talkative. He's also freaking horny. Jay. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the last. Well, there's the last two people that I don't remember the name of. Um, there's the dark-skinned guy, and there's the girl. Rufus, the, uh, last, uh, the 13th Apostle, is played by Chris Rock. And then there is, uh, the girl is Serendipity, the muse, who's played by Salma Hayek. So, those are the two that we're talking about. Yeah, they were pretty cool. I liked them both. I love Chris Rock. I've always been a fan of Chris Rock. 
I remember Chris Rock from Saturday Night Live. So I actually, Chris Rock wasn't someone that I was introduced from Kevin Smith movies. Chris Rock is someone I've been enjoying since Saturday Night Live. So, hooray. All right, any other characters you'd like to discuss? I don't think so. I don't think All I'm right. forgetting about anything. Oh, yeah, the poop monster. He was a piece of shit. Moving on. Uh, shit, demon. Yes, he was a piece of shit. He was a huge piece of shit. I think we get it. Anyways, and, uh, so... What did you think of the movie? That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I love Dogma. Uh, I do want to bring up, so if you watch An Evening with Kevin Smith, it's a, like a, it's almost like a stand-up, but it's more of a, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's him talking to a bunch of, like, college students. In it, he talks about this movie and how he went to a protest for his movie as a protester. Oh yeah, he, he even made a sign that said "Dogma is dog shit," and was interviewed. He was interviewed by someone who looked at him and was like, "Aren't you the guy? Aren't you the person who made this movie?" And he's like, "Oh no, I get that all the time." <laughs> um, I love Kevin Smith. I tell you what, that- and he just and he got told by. Other protesters like we don't want that kind of language here because he had a sign that said "Dogma's dog shit." Uh, he was just trolling protesters before the internet was popular and trolling. Great, it's great stuff. I give this movie a ten. Ten out of ten. This is one of my favorite movies. I I regret nothing. <laughs> yeah, this. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I um. I do stand by my opinion that this movie does know what it wants to be, and it does it really well. As for, like, as for what it tries to be, what it is, it's, it, it's indescribably hilarious humor. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a 9.5. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not gonna put it, like, on the perfect category, but yeah, I'm, I'll give it a 9.5. Good, good. like to hear that. like to hear that. Yeah. All right. Now, do you want to guess what it, the Rotten Tomatoes score is? Dear God. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm, I'm, gonna I'm guess. very curious about this, actually. Yeah. I'm... People that, with Kevin Smith, it's like people either love him or hate him. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess 66 for um, for critics. I'm gonna guess 52 for audience. Probably lowballing it, but that's that's what that's what my guess is. 66 for critics, 52 for audience. I think this is a little. I think this is one of his more critically acclaimed movies. I'm going to go with 82 for critics and 93 for audiences. Ooh, so you're going a little bit higher than I am. Yeah, this one was really well. Uh, 67% on critics. Ha-ha! No. 85% for audience. So, yeah... So yeah, you're closer on um, on the audience. I am closer on the criti- the critics. Let's see here. <laughs> this is interesting. So here's some top critics reviews. A very vulgar pro faith comedy, rather than a sacrilegious goof. Dogma is an extraordinary uneven film that is significant cutting. Might be able to transform into a playable one. That's from Todd McCarthy at Variety. 
Um, let's see. Geoff Andrews says, of timeout, says, too talky, too fond of in-jokes, too caught up, especially during the dismally week climax, and it's crass comic strip ethos and not finally as funny, subversive, or thought-provoking as it would like to be. Uh, Stephen D. Gray Danis of Decent Film says, Smith isn't content merely to promote his own generic faith. He has to tell us again and again what's wrong with Orthodox Catholic belief. Um, PJ Navarro says Smith finds exactly the right pitch between the tangent religious referencing required to drive the narrative versus sending most of that religiousity up. I wonder if... Oh, man. I wonder if Roger Ebert ever said anything. I haven't found him yet. This probably isn't a popular enough movie for Roger Ebert. I just said... It's very sad. Let's see here. Do a search real quick. Anyways, why did you, did you disappear? Did I disappear? I was staring at the camera, like directly at the camera, just creepily. How you, could I have disappeared? Apparently, am I gone? Apparently, there's some internet. I'm, apparently, I'm having internet issues, and you're just not showing up on the live video. I think you're still recording though at your house. Yeah. All right. So, Cinemantra? Cinemantra. Do you have a Cinemantra? Because I need to think of one. No! I do. No! No! Uh, Alright. Alright. So, hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I am going to give you a gun. Uh, do I have a gun? Do I have a gun around here? No, I do not. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so... And you have, I don't know, angel wings. Where would you go to, I don't know... I don't, it doesn't have to be non-fiction place. It could be a fictional place. Go to a place... And cause a complete massacre. Where would you go? I give you angel wings and I give you a gun. Where would you completely cause a complete massacre? It does not have to be... It, it, it can be a fictional place if you want it to be. I'm torn. That is the... two places. I love that song. It's a good song, but Natalie and Bruglia. Uh, I'm torn between... I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. Broken Anyways, and ashamed. I'm, I'm torn between the... Uh, uh, oh, what are they called? I'm torn between... Uh, the, the, I, I'm going to go with the KKK headquarters. Oh, yep, yep, that, that's that's a good point, actually. Yeah. But the other the other one I was debating on was the Westboro Baptist Church. That would actually fit well within the movie. Those, <laughs> yeah. those people definitely are um, very supportive of the gay people. Very, no, I, very supportive. I I, I I feel a lot of irony here. <laughs> Very much not supportive of gay people at all. 
Yeah, they they think they think gods are God, the god loves the crap. You what? You can't get enough of that gay energy. And gay means happy, so it makes sense. So, by the way, I'm fully supportive of gay people. Don't um, don't come at me, please. Don't come at me, bro. I'm just I'm just. Oh, hi, cat. I can see you in the in the recording. You are standing on top of my trumpet case. Which is heavy enough to where you probably aren't doing anything by standing on it. Heck, I probably wouldn't be doing anything by standing on it. Alright, well, what my cinematra. I'm getting photobombed. Also, I I give you I give you a full ten, man. I, I do not like the uh I do not like the Ku Klux Klan. They're not a very they're not a very Cool. They're not swell guys. They're not, cool people. they're not swell guys. They're very terrible, in fact. Agreed. I think they I'm need good. a chill pill. They need a chill pill and a couple cough drops. I mean, based on my answer, I think they need more than that. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably need a massacre. <laughs> yeah, screw you. Screw you. you um, you're very racist. Very racist and... No. Okay, continue. Go on. What is your cinematic? Do you enjoy uh, photo bombing? What you looking at? What? Oh, this is a hard one to cinematra. <laughs> Shades of bombing. Uh. Why did you sneeze at your palm like that? That's Man, not anyways. I know you're a little man, supposed... but you're, you're sick. You, know, you never heard of covering your mouth? <laughs> yeah, use your shoulder or your elbow. Don't cough any, don't sneeze into your hands. I will do what I want. Gosh, <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, that's true. Don't tell me what to do. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you don't know what to say here, I'm completely drawing a blank on this movie for a cinematra. Use your creativity! Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. Doing great. It's quality content. All right. Here's my cinematra. If you were to create, or if you were to have a false idol, what would the idol be that you're worshiping? Uh, probably a panda. Just a gigantic, just like a gigantic panda. Because pandas do not get enough love, and Panda Express is delicious. Fair enough. No. Give me a six. Alright, fair. That was kind of a lazy answer anyway. For a lazy question. Was it was it a lazy question? So anyways, do you have anything else to say about this movie? I love it. That's exactly what people say about McDonald's. No, they're saying I'm loving it. I love it. Close enough. Close enough. I love it. Alright. Uh I don't really have much else to say about this movie. I'm, I am cryo keen artist at uh, the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube, and the TikToks. Um, and I also am uh, Snowshine Gaming on the YouTube's as well, which I haven't, I haven't ha- 
added anything onto that YouTube page yet, but I will. I actually ordered a capture card, so I'm going to learn how to use that. Then I'm going to make some gaming videos. So, if you're excited for that, let me let me know. What about you, Daddy? You can find me at <laughs> Dragon Blazer Productions on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, TikTok. You can also find me on Dragon Blazer Pro on the Twitches. stuff. I also have a gaming channel. Yeah. It's mostly got shorts on it. Sure. You know, I do. A lot of boxers like shorts. That's not what I meant. A lot of people like to eat bar- bark shorts. Alvita Zane! Peace. Also, oh, once again, Please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.